what was the last really good purchase you made? Like the last thing you spent your money on, you're like, yeah, I feel good about this. Probably when I bought my Yeezys. Um, I was like, yeah, this is a really good purchase. Um, they're really comfortable. And uh, yeah, they became like my day-to-day -day shoes. That's it? Just some <laughs> shoes? I mean, she just didn't say like one thing. Like, I was, I was, <laughs> Yeezys' everyday shoes is crazy to me. They're comfortable. They are comfortable. They, they are. I will admit that. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, for every day, it's like, wow, okay. I see what's going on. What's your everyday shoe? Like, Nikes? I got a few of them. I mean, I, I, I be wearing expensive shoes every day, too. Like, I got some Yeezys. I got some Jordans back there. Some, uh, some Nikes. Some Air, Air Maxes. Yeah. What Do you yeah, have I'm an answer? Doing oh, go ahead. Yeezys or Crocs. Mm, I feel that. What about you, Jermaine? Do you have a purchase? That you made? Uh, no, there's like some small things uh, that I feel good about, but I've been thinking about it lately. I'm like, I have spent a lot of money on junk, like something in the moment. I was like, gotta have it, especially mm -hmm. like Amazon stuff. And then lately, I've just been going through stuff I have, and I'm like, a lot of this is just wasted. Like, I don't need to have these things. Mm -hmm. I, I feel that because same. I I feel like I spend a lot of my money on some bullshit food, um, a lot of shit. But when, one thing that I did get that's dope though is um this thing called African neck cloth. Have you heard of that before? Yes, that that is another Amazon favorite. Mm -hmm. Like that shit is is life changing. I'm never using a rag again. Like to be honest. So if y'all don't know, it's this thing called African neck cloth. You can pull it out. Um, it's like a net and like you use it in the shower as like a washcloth, but it lathers so good, it exfoliates like life you feel cleaner than before? Than ever. Than I ever have. I'm like, why was I not doing this before? <laughs> like what the fuck was I on? Um, I would say that's probably my best purchase recently. What do you judge people about when it comes to their hygiene? Like because I feel like that's the next level. Once you start using an exfoliating cloth, you start looking at people who don't use one like nasty <laughs> ass. No, I can't even really look at them like that because I was a dirty nigga for so long. So I can't even like look at them like, oh, my God, y'all look what y'all doing. But um, I don't know. You really can't tell nobody hygiene until you get right up on them, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you start, you know what I'm saying, smelling smells and seeing crust in the eyes and, you know all those types of things but um yeah okay all right y'all so thank you for joining the friends podcast today so today you've got the three of us you've got myself jay we got matt in the motherfucking building man What's hey. and it's rod and this is the friends podcast Make sure all right check stop it. <laughs> this nigga don't even know his name come on man <laughs> <laughs> and it's Rod and the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, our radio, YouTube. Also, make sure you check out our socials at the Friends Pod on TikTok and YouTube and our merch store, TFP Shop. And actually, you know what? I did think of an answer. Mm -hmm. uh, the best thing I spent my money on recently, I get medical grade skincare. And for a while, I was like trying to, you know, be like cheap and be like, oh, I can just get the Target stuff. Hell no. So I just cashed out on some uh, skincare a couple days ago, and I'm like, why? Why did I stop? That's the best money I could spend. It's on good skin. It's really that different, though. Like, it's really. Can you tell that much of a difference this quick? Oh yeah, it's so different. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. I, I took before and after pictures. I used to do like chemical peels and stuff like that. Uh, I have some boring before and after pictures, and it's crazy. I look like a completely different person. Wow, that's what brand is it? Um, I use uh, Zo skincare. Zo skincare okay. is that like in Macy's, or you got to buy it online? No, but you can get it from like med spas, or uh, I get mine actually from a plastic surgeon's office. So, like I said, it's like medical grade um and it's also sold online um just zo skincare website mm -hmm. how'd you find that was it on tiktok mm -mm. no a couple when we were like deep in the pandemic my skin got super fucked up from wearing the mask every day 
Mm. Underneath like the bunch mask. of red bumps. Yeah, bunch of bumps, and then that turned into like dark marks. So I had like all these dark spots all over, and so um, I started going to a medical esthetician who's based out of a plastic surgeon's office, and that's when I started doing like chemical peels and stuff like that. And then she gave me like new products and retinol and vitamin C and all that type of stuff to to use. Literally a life changer. Mm. See, that esthetician shit, I feel like I need to find a good esthetician just to get these, like, because, you know, with dudes, especially black dudes, we deal with these ingrown hairs and shit, like, under the neck from yeah. shaving. I just need to figure out, um, like, some shit to do for that. That's important because you don't want to, you don't want to have a bumpy neck. <laughs> especially when you see, like, the old man with the bumpy necks. It's like, you just been bumpy a long time. Well, you Six ain't years. never learned. Like, that's crazy. You know? So, yeah, we might have to, um, Maybe we can have an esthetician on the show. That might be interesting. Get some Ooh. some skin skincare tips for you know black skin man and woman. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I don't even want to talk about blue face today. Like I'm saying, think about this topic. <laughs> I do not want to talk about fucking blue face again. Blue face uh, and Chris Sean, but we do. <laughs> I guess what parents do you to be. You said what? What do parents you do? to be? Parents to be. Yeah, nah, crazy. Uh, yeah, so let's, let me go ahead and pull up this clip of Blueface and Krishan having yet another conversation on the internet for us to see, which we should have never seen, but we've seen it. Um, and then we'll kind of speak on it. So let's go ahead and get into the shits. Cool, what do you mean? Any bitch with me is, I run the program, simple as that. What Any program? bitch with me is getting ran by me, period. Not by what they think, not by what they want. They're getting ran by what me. What are you talking about? You're under my program. That's what I'm talking about. You're under my establishment. I'm not confiding and fixing myself for you. You fix yourself to me or get the fuck on. Go find somebody else's program. Go get the fuck on. What do you mean? Classic blue face. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. What's everybody's thoughts on that? I mean, I feel like it was a little aggressive. Like, he kind of came at her crazy. Shoot. Pimping ain't easy. Really ain't. But as a In the program, I get lost. You're not supposed to get your whole pregnant though if you're a pimp. So it's kind of like, what are you? What's what's Blueface? I don't know what he on, but yeah, what's our thoughts on that? Like, did he have any valid points there in in that video? It's one of those where I don't. I it's hard to have a response to it because I just hate the messenger, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but here's the thing that I think is tricky is so first of all, some of what he said, the exact wording of what he said, I didn't really like. The whole like, oh, well, any woman with me, like I run her, like, okay. That's, he ain't even say woman. Words. I don't like that he didn't say woman. He said any Female? bitch with me. Oh. <laughs> say any bitch with me is crazy. <laughs> so, you know the actual wording, I totally disagree with because that that really mm-hmm. does sound like some pimp shit to me. But the concept of like being on a man's program, generally speaking. Not blue face, but generally speaking, I do get. Like, I think that's that's where men and women differ in dating is like men have the right to say, like, yo, this is what I want to do. This is the life I have in mind for myself. And let me find somebody who agrees with that. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you have a chance to like date and see different men's programs and see, like, okay, who's do I want to hop on? So she chose to hop on the blue face train. She did, and so does it seem like this is the first time that they had this conversation, though? Because I feel like, yes, like you said, she hopped on the train, but at the same time, she's there. She's pregnant as hell, about to about to pop any day now. Um, it doesn't seem like this may be the first time that they had this conversation, so it's just kind of interesting to me that she hopped on, knowing that she probably wasn't going to work for her, but she hopped on anyway. So I don't. I wonder why she... What was it about him that was just like, oh, let me... But it, it did work for her. How can we say it didn't work for her? Like, what he said was... Yeah, it was aggressive, but it was correct to me. Most... It, it should be the dues program. It should be um, the guy leading, so to say. Unless you want equality and stuff like that, like, between the relationship. Um, but... And I... Will people be like, oh, he's so abusive, he's this, he's that? It's just like... When he first met this girl, she wasn't, nobody knew her. Um, it wasn't for her music. It wasn't for her 
her talents or anything like that. It was people start recognizing her from her relationship with Blueface. Um, she she got the money. She started booking gigs. She started hosting all these things that would have never happened without Blueface. So for him to be like, you've been following my program and things been going right. And all of a sudden when you start getting money, now you want to switch up. I feel like that's the, that's the problem there. I guess that's the hard part of saying like if it's been successful or not, because yeah, she's definitely got more notoriety and money than she had before, but like she got blue face tatted on her face and tatted all over her. They aren't together. She lost tooth teeth over him. I mean, like she, her dad and blue face fought like a lot of her life has gotten probably objectively worse outside of the money. Mm, that, that's that is possibly. True. I mean, all those were her choices. Like she chose to fight her family. She chose to fight Blueface family. Um, she chose to get those tattoos. All these things. If she didn't do it, people wouldn't be paying attention to her like that. Like she wouldn't be having these reality TV shows. She's just like an interesting person. Let me say this though. So you talking about she chose to do those things, mm -hmm. but how, you can't do, you can't choose to do things and then be under somebody being led by somebody at the same time. But if you choose to have a tattoo of the guy that you're with, um, mm -hmm. what's the guy going to say? No. He could. Like, yeah, that's my face. That's, that's like advertisement. Well, you're walking advertisement for me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I don't get it. Like, right. yeah, like do that. Like, the, it looks it looks wild for the TV. And the, it just builds it, me up. Like, I, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm not denying that. Like, go do that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to see where the disconnect is because I feel like, okay, if you want to be a leader, then lead. Then it shouldn't be. She shouldn't have any choices to do anything except for leave. To be honest, if, if Blueface's face is leading, then she shouldn't have any choices other than to let me go or let me stay. Well, I think that to me is like where there's a little bit of like a disconnect is now they're in special case because like I said, Blueface is fucking Blueface mm -hmm. uh, and they're not married or anything like that. If you're married to me, this is my personal opinion. Like, I think that, yes, your husband should be like the leader of your household, the leader of your family. He should be the one who has final say over decisions. But that doesn't mean that you can't consult with your partner, that you can't consult with your wife. And so I wish we had like more context to that clip about like what they were fighting about, what happened, because like, yeah, she has a choice to leave, but also if they were in a healthy relationship, I would hope that he would be like, yeah, I'm going to make a decision, but also like, I do want to get your insight because I think that you're smart and knowledgeable and have some level of wisdom about yourself. And I want to like match that with the information that I already have, my logic, my experience. Um, I don't think you think, I think should have said that. <laughs> I mean, do I think he would say that? Hell no, that's blue face. Oh, crazy. Oh, crazy in love show. But I think <laughs> you think people want to hear that. I think in a normal relationship, that's how it ideally should work. Blueface, that's why he's more of a pimp than anything. Is he like, a pimp? Is that what we call him? I mean, I, I, I guess I never knew that he was a pimp. You say he mm -hmm. is? Not? No, I'm just saying he definitely got pimp tendencies. Like the way he was just talking, that's pimp 101. Pimp, literal pimp language. Mm -hmm. Like literally, like that, that's what they do. It's like they, and you under me. Go ahead. I've done some research about Blueface and yeah, that's, uh, you know, I won't speak specifically to his background because okay. allegedly, 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 right. <laughs> but you know, allegedly like, yeah, that's part of how he came up hmm. is like pimping or just heavily around pimp culture. So even if you look at some of the oh, language yeah. he uses, like, do you guys ever watch soft white underbelly? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. That's how a lot of them talk. It's the same language, like, hey, you got to get somebody who chooses you. And then, you know, once she chooses up, like, okay, now I'm going to run run this. Get down or lay down. Was that That's in what... his gang? 
supposedly, allegedly. Like, I thought that's how he came up with gang culture and shit. Yeah, okay. but supposedly his gang is like very heavily involved in. Uh, mm, I see. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Everything is alleged. Yeah. This is not even real. This podcast is not real. Um this is all a simulation. Exactly. Oh, let's uh let's take it here though. So I know Jermaine, you just mentioned, and Roger mentioned as well, you know, what the man should be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of want to put put this in terms of just like normal relationships, not just Blueface and, and Krishan. So how yeah, let's get it off of them. Yeah, so our who so okay, if a man says he's going to lead the relationship, is that do y'all feel like that's the healthiest way to um, for a relationship to happen? Like just a man leading, the woman following, is that kind of like the standard and what how things should be, or do y'all see it in a different way? Because I definitely do. How do you see it? So me personally, well, let me let me start here. I think there are different things work for different people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so some people, it does work where the, the man leads some things where, where the woman leads or where it's a 50 50 type thing. Now, for me, I think I would want something a little bit more like in a s- split sense, where it's like or egalitarian. Yeah, something like that, where it's like it's not necessarily. Because I, I don't want I don't want that responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility to be like, damn, like I'm I'm just gonna lead us to either the promised land or to hell. So mm-hmm. like that's a lot of responsibility. And I would want my my you know wife you know to at least be smart, like you said, like be smart enough where it's like, can I ask you for these for this type of input? Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be all on me because I'm one human being. She's one human being. Our kids are human beings. You yeah. know, so I I think it should just be like a. Uh, a group thing, I would say, uh-huh. like a, a group. Um, I can't really, I don't know what word to put on it, but so what's your thoughts on that? Like, is it what what feels right to y'all when it comes to that? Well, I think you said the key thing is like my personal belief is different than what I think other people should do. Like, I think people should do what works for them. One of the things I hate about like the internet culture today and like relationship gurus is all of this, like, and shoot, other, like, platforms and podcasts where they talk about relationships is trying to get everybody to be on the same team. Like, well, Mm -hmm. men always should do this. Women always should do this. And it's like, know what you want and be with the person who wants the same thing. If you're a man who wants to be the leader, be with the woman who's submissive. If you're a man who wants to be in a partnership, uh, you know, 50-50 equal partnership, be with somebody who also wants that. If you want the woman to dominate, find a, a strong woman who wants to lead and be comfortable with her leading. Like, figure out what works in your relationship. I'm so tired of the, like, should we split bills? Should we not split bills? Who should lead? Who shouldn't lead? Like, do what you want to do. <laughs> like, if I, and pick one person who wants to do the same thing. You don't need the whole world to agree. Pick one mate who's like, okay, I'm down with that too. I like that. Let's break it down with like gender roles. So I understand everybody has their own choice, right? But when people are growing up, a lot of their choices are influenced by how they grew up. So it's their parents, it's their grandparents, mm-hmm. people that taught them. Um, I mean, more or less, people look at TikTok and they start to get their own opinions based on that. But when we talk about gender roles, like in my home, um, particularly male was. You got to lead. You got to pay the bills. You got to protect. Um, like, what's some other things that may have happened in your home, Matt? Like, on a male perspective, I feel like a lot of black, uh, particularly homes, is pretty similar. Um, the the man is taught that hey, they got to do these things. Mm-hmm. That's a good. You know, I'm not the right person to ask about this because I grew up. My family dynamic was so different just because of who my parents were and like the age, like my dad was so old when I was born, he was already retired. And like, so he would do a lot of this stuff. Like I remember mm-hmm. he used to do laundry. He used to do, um, you know, iron and clothes. He used to cook. You know what I'm saying? He had them, some fire salmon croquettes and stuff like that. And like, so like that was the type of stuff that would typically be like the woman supposed to be doing. Like he would, he would be at home every day, you know, when I would come home from school so it's like 
I think that might be why I'm so open to hearing new ideas of like gender roles mm-hmm. because I seen my mom go to work and she was my dad was working, but like my mom was the breadwinner. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I would say so. I saw shit, I saw shit in a different way. So I think mm-hmm. that I'm more open to being like, hmm, maybe we can shake things up a little from what's the standard. What yeah. about y'all though? What was y'all seeing in your household? Um, my household was pretty traditional, I would say, which is also, I think, right. Like, like I said, my personal beliefs are pretty traditional. So, um, you know, my dad had a, this always like worked for himself, had a business, an entrepreneur, um, had different types of businesses. And my mom, she would work. Um, but like her primary focus was us. So like, even when she had a job, like she was the one who was like, cooking, making meals, stuff like that. Um, It wasn't like my dad would never do those things, but like that primarily fell on her. Hmm. Um, I'm curious. When it's time to grill, typically, (laughs) man, you start cooking them. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my dad would cook like once every couple weeks, maybe once a month, he would like decide to like want to get in the, the kitchen and like chef it up. But you could always tell it's like, well, you know, you don't cook on a regular basis. There's like sauce on the ceiling. Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but you was about to ask something, Jermaine. Yeah. Um, so, right, you mentioned like how as a, a man, you were taught to like be a leader, provider, all those things. Like for men, like how do you feel like you guys learned about those dynamics so i know you mentioned like seeing it in the household but like do people ever like talk to you guys about that stuff as a kid like did somebody actually say like hey this is what a man's supposed to do or was it like all right you're 11 so it's now your responsibility to like protect your siblings or was it more that you were learning through like seeing other people do it or like being like taught to do it yourself i feel like most uh men do have conversations with their kids. They'd be like, this is uh, like, they'll coast their kid through relationships. They mm-hmm. would, um, discipline was a big thing. If something uh, you weren't doing correctly, whether it was uh, out and about the school, whatever, like you were doing something wrong. He'd be like, what are you doing that for? Like, it'd be like a discipline kind of thing. He'd be like, that just doesn't make sense. Use your head. Um, when things go wrong or any type of time, like I had got in trouble, like typically my dad would, I'm, I'm calling him to help him out through the situation. Mm. Um, I feel like my situation is a bit different because I was in a split home. So my early years, I was with my mother. And then my later years, like middle school, high school, then I moved with my pops and stuff like that. So it was like different lessons that I learned um, like throughout, through my, uh, my, uh, my, my life for sure especially being in that split home situation. Yeah. And I think to answer your question, Jermaine, I think that I never, I never necessarily had like uncles or cousins, like older cousins that like give me game. Like, you know, like how they'd be like, Uh it'd be uncles and cousins that just be dropping wisdom being like, yeah, you know, like you got to treat her right, you know, take out like you know get you twenty dollars go go take it somewhere nice like i never had them type of uncles and cousins older cousins or my pops either like that i think how i learned was seeing um seeing examples like you were saying like just seeing other people's relationships you know my cousins get married um and things like that and i think i don't know like is i think they both can work though i think it works you know whether you see it or whether somebody tells you that you know, but um, I feel like when we look at the majority, I know we're talking about our own own home, but do you mm-hmm. think the majority is traditional? And that's how we were brought up of people. That's a good question. I, th- well, I feel like normally when it comes to social media, people are traditionalists. They'd be like. So I think people are fake traditionalists. Okay. And I think yeah. the disconnect is. um like what you were saying, Rod, about like, you know, your dad telling you certain things and like kind of teaching you like how to carry yourself and what things to do. I feel like maybe this is just my experience. I don't know. 
this might be a hot take, but I think most women, particularly black women, I don't think are taught like what it means to be a woman. I feel like men are taught very much what it is to be a man, like protect, provide, lead, all these sort of things. Um, like you said, if you make a bad choice, like there's discipline involved. I feel like women don't really have somebody who's telling you like how to be a woman. And so I think that's what like my theory is part of why we have conflicts and relationships. Is a lot of women are now adults who are saying like, oh, I should want a man to like be a leader, but like, I don't really know how to let a man lead because mm. I never was taught that. And another point on top of that is just the broken home structure where it's like, I ain't see, and I've said this on the podcast many times before, but like, if you ain't seen the example of a man leading a woman or a woman uh, allowing a man to lead, then it's like, how do you know to do that or not how mm -hmm. to do that? You know? Mm -hmm. And I think too, even like if, um, even if you saw like your parents together, it's different learning how to do it for yourself. Like, Hey, on a date, like, yes, you should have some money for your yourself to cover the date, but also like give him a chance to pay, like give him a chance to pick the restaurant, give him a chance to pick you up. You don't have to be the one who's like, well, we're going here and we're doing this. Like that's actually not giving him a chance to like lead mm -hmm. and like show you that he can like take that role. Hmm. You know what I want to ask? Uh, what is it? What's worse, though? You know, to your point, Jermaine, where it's like, OK, so seems like a lot of women were never taught. And it looks like a lot of men were taught how to be a man. But sometimes the things that men were taught to be a man might have been wrong. So like, is it worse to not be taught at all or is it worse to be taught the wrong things? So, because I feel like it, that allows for just an interesting dynamic. I, I also kind of want to pry that point that you said, do you think your situation is how most uh, women and their mothers, does you think that's typical that they're not taught anything from their mother? Yeah. Like I, uh, yes. Like my parents were together and so I saw their dynamic, but even a lot of my other friends, like we've had conversations a lot about like, in relationships, literally trying to learn the basics. Like I've had conversations with girlfriends where they're like, yo, now as an adult, I wonder, I understand why my mom struggled in relationships. I understand why she, you know, maybe wasn't as successful with the men she dated because she struggled with X, Y, Z things. And I picked up those same habits and then they mess up my relationships. Like their, their moms weren't able to say like, yo, I can't, yes, I don't have a man in the house, but you know, like you don't need to nap. Like it's okay to like keep certain things to yourself or, you know, you need to do this or this or this with man. Like, I think a lot of us are learning on the go. Okay. When it comes to relationships. Okay. Maybe that's a great point, but what about other skills? I think a lot of it, like our generation where we're like, a lot of our thing, our generation was told like, go to school, get a good job, make a lot of money, be able to take care of yourself. But like none of those things involve a man in partnership. And so mm -hmm. I like this, I think why you have women who are, you know, late twenties, early thirties and like can't cook and like don't know how to clean. Like a lot of us had moms who were like working and out of the house and like they weren't focused on those things. So a lot of people are like grown as hell trying to figure out like, Yo, how do I just properly clean my baseboards? I still don't know how to, to be honest. But that leads me to my next question, though, which is interesting that it leads into this is, did our, did, did our parents ruin us? Like, did that last generation ruin this generation when it comes to dating and, you know, relationships? Because like you said, like some women can't cook and clean. Some men can't go out and provide, you know, the, the traditional gender roles. So it's like is it our fault because we're just not getting up and getting it or is it their fault for not teaching us the right things to do? You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of like uh, where um, I think everything is leading to. It's leading to equality. So that means I feel like more dudes are, are asking for uh, their partner to split things. Um, they see that women are, 
the most educated. Um, they're saying that women are demanding and getting proper properly paid at the workplace. And it just, I feel like it makes more sense for two people to come in on everything and make decisions together, decide. Like, I feel like more women are mad if a man is, is very patriarchy, patriarchy and say, hey, this is my law, this is what I want, like Blueface was. That made, like, just sitting here and watching y'all reaction, y'all cringed at that. Back in the day, I feel like that was normal. Like, sure. what he's saying was, was perfectly fine. Like, there wouldn't be any comments, anybody mad at Blueface for what he said. So... I think our generation, it's good that um, things are more open now and we are starting to make decisions that our parents back in the day weren't doing, that we see wasn't correct. Like it just didn't make sense. I feel like where we're heading to the equality, splitting everything and just learning to properly communicate with each other. I still think it's like negative. I don't get why um, divorces and things are up. That's that's weird. Um, but yeah, that's that's my opinion on it. Um, this is like related, slightly off topic, but made me think of it when you mentioned like parents. I saw this TikTok. It was a woman who's a millennial and she was talking about how Gen Xers suck. And what she was saying is like a lot of them, when they had kids, they were like able to take their kids to their mom's house. And so you had grandma and auntie and cousins who might watch the kids for days, weeks at a time where they got to, you know, have fun, hang out, do whatever they need to do, whatever. And that now Gen Xers are like, they're the grandparents now. And they're like, nah, I don't want to watch the kids. That's your baby. You raise that baby. Um, and I can speak for myself. Like my parents aren't grandparents or anything like that, but when I grew up, I spent a lot of time with my parents, with my grandparents and my great grandparents, like literally weeks at a time. Um, and I do feel like that generation before us, like there might have been something that was lost. I don't know what it was, but like something that maybe they didn't fully share with us, like yes, relationship skills and life skills, but. I think that generation grew up in a really interesting time where they gave us a lot of tools that like are super outdated. And let me say this too, because I think that like Rob was saying, like, yeah, what Blueface was saying, like it wouldn't have been looked down on back then. So I don't even necessarily think that it's wrong what, you know, wrong to think that way. But I do think that times have changed and, you know, different people are having different experiences. You know, women have so much more, you know, autonomy to do different things that they want to do. So I don't think that is necessarily wrong, but I do think that if we're not com communicating what we need personally as a person, then that's what's, that's what's bad is that we're not doing that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just want to add on to what I was saying before. I just, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the point that I was trying to make or one of the points was that um, I think there was a generation of women who didn't teach their daughters, granddaughters, whatever, how to appreciate if a man is a leader. Like I understand why men, a lot of men now feel like, yo, it's a lot of pressure because men don't always get the acknowledgement for it that they should. Men don't always get the acknowledgement of like, Yo, it's a lot to be the one who's like leading the ship. It's a lot to be the one who takes on the consequences if things don't work. It's a lot to be the breadwinner. Like that's a lot of pressure on one person. And you should be treated with respect and appreciation for it. And I think a lot of women, as like the generation before us started to get more educated, have more opportunities, started to feel like, well, fuck these niggas. Like I can get it on my own. It's like, but if you still want a man to like lead, then like you need to make him feel like he's getting something in exchange for leading. Like he's getting some reward, acknowledgement, support for it. Not just like you can lead, but honestly, like if you are here, it's whatever. I can do it on my own. Like it doesn't work that way. You don't get the best of both worlds. Same way that you don't get to have had kids that like your parents took care of and then you don't want to be an active grandparent. And I want to ask the question, what is a leader to y'all? I don't like 
just someone that is able to provide. I feel like that's what is looked at a lot on social media. Like they want someone to be able to provide and they consider the person who is that capable of leading. No, to me, it's not so much about providing like that can be a component of it. It's more about like having the vision. Like you can both be broke, but the leader would be the person who's like, okay, so this is the play we're about to do. You go and you get a job here and then I'm going to start selling shoes on the side and then I'm going to hustle here and we're going to do this. and da, 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 da. Like that's the person who's the leader, the person who has like a vision and a plan and can make it happen. It's not so much about money. I think a lot of women get distracted by the money. Yeah, because I don't see a lot of that. Like people wanting to work with someone with a vision. Like they don't want to be with a broke person while they trying to sell some shoes out of the crib. Like they're not... They trying to go to brunch. They trying to eat. They trying to be on the ground. They trying to go on vacation. They're not trying to work with the guy while he's trying to figure it out. It's like, don't be in a relationship if you ain't ready. That's how they look at it. Yes, I hear that all the time, and it's like none of us are ready to be in relationships. The only way you learn how to like be with a person is to be with a person. That's the only way. And um, yeah, y'all just made a lot of good points there. I think that. Um, damn, I'll be forgetting. I'll be blank. There's so much shit going on outside. I'm just getting distracted. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. What y'all say? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think, um, personally, like if I had a daughter, that's what I would tell her to focus on is like, find somebody who you like their vision and that you trust that he's like smart and makes good decisions and attach yourself to that person like not just a person who flashes the most money around you can have a lot of money today and lose it tomorrow if you don't have vision and like discernment and good judgment yeah i like the way you put that so that i, I do think that's a component of it is you know a person with a vision i do think that you know somebody with money or somebody that can lead monetarily you know that's part of it as well um, and I do think that necessarily doesn't have to be exclusive to male to men, you know, even though it has been exclusive to men, like, you know, within the past two, three, four hundred years, you know, women have visions, women can get bags now, you know what I mean? So I, I don't think it's necessarily has to be one side of it. I it could be both. It could be the man. It could be the, be the woman. That's how I look at it. How would, I'm just curious as a man, like, how would you feel about that? Like, let's say. Let's say you made the same amount of money, so it's not a difference in money, but you met a woman and she's like, okay, Matt, this is the play we're about to make. Um, I'm going to, let's both save $500 a month. At the end of the year, we'll have enough to put a deposit down on the two-family flat. And then we rent that out. Da, 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 da. Like, And this was not something you would ever had in mind. She just kind of like brought this to you or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, how would you feel? Like, do you feel like, you could put yourself on a woman's program or yeah I, I think i think i definitely could i don't i don't see a problem with it to be honest because i mean like i said i just i feel like women had a capacity to be just as great as men can you know what i mean with their brains you know what I'm saying like women have thoughts too you know what i mean and so i think that's kind of why you know, it was unfair that, you know, some of the, you know, past generations, like a lot of people were stifled because they was being led by a man and they couldn't do the things that was in their mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, some women back then wanted to be led, but there was some great women back then that probably could have did some great things, but it just wasn't that time, you know? And so, yeah, I, I got respect. I would have respect, obviously, for my wife. So, like, if she brought that to me, like, of course, like, let's let's do that. And then I got the next one. So then what if she comes home and she's like, all right, so here's the play. Let's have five kids and then make a band like the Jacksons. Now, that's different. Now, the only reason why that's different is because that's bringing other lives into the equation. I think that that's something that would have to be agreed upon by both parties. Now, we could, we could discuss it, of course, but like just saying, hey, let's have five kids. What if I only want two? What if I don't want kids at all? You know what I mean? So that would have to be like a conversation between between two people. That's kind of how I look at that. So you ain't um, gonna follow her vision. Not that one. That's different. I feel like that's so a you, order. you are down for the program. Exactly. Support. 
Well, you know what's the interesting so, thing? The interesting thing about that is she got to have She talk him. about leaving you. That's true. That's true. But she's talking she about gotta, building with you. She got to have if she got to have him. So I can't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I would be down for it, I guess, you know, like. But it just suck if it didn't work out and it's just y'all and five kids. Like co-parenting with five kids is crazy. <laughs> like y'all should be together. For forever. Forever. But like y'all should be together at that point. Like if you got five kids and y'all get divorced, like st- just stay together at that point. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Um, Yeah. So. I mean, what's up with these new gender roles? Do we think that do we think that the roles have flipped? Whereas like men are women now and women are men. I've heard so many people say that sentiment. And I'm thinking like gender roles are just switching up at this point, whereas like like I was saying, like women had the capacity to do so much more now and men sometimes be ain't shit. So what's going on with these new gender roles? I feel like what I was saying a little bit, well, what I was alluding to. Mm-hmm. A healthy relationship is letting is knowing when your lady can lead and also her knowing when you can lead. So it ain't always got to be your your decision on every single thing. Sometimes like let her shine. Like she is good at some skills and you are good at some skills. So you got to just be able to balance each other out. I think that's where everything should allude to. Like I mm-hmm. think it's just too many egos um, involved. Like, I ain't going to do that. Like, I ain't going to bow down to nobody. I right. feel like there's just, that's too much of an ego for people. You know what I was just thinking? What if they was, what if they was right? Like, what if the people back then was right where the man should probably lead and a woman should follow? And then like, because they saw that if, if it isn't like that, then society will like go up in flames. What if they was right? Because looking kind of bad right now. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm laughing because there's something I want to say, but it might get us like so, so we canceled. Could, we could put some beeps in there, some beeps and bleeps. <laughs> so I got the time step. <laughs> Go ahead. So last night I went out to this restaurant. Um, I was already in the area. I saw a lot of people walk over to it. Go to this restaurant, and I had about the worst food and service I have ever played. Mm. The waitresses were all very friendly, but like took forever to come. Took forever to check on me, forever to get the bill. They came by one point. They're like, sorry, we're just so busy. Um, but can we get you like a shot to like, you know, make up for the bad service, all this stuff? And I'm like, no, just give me my check. I just want to go. And as I walked out of the restaurant, I looked at the staff and it was of the, the waiters and the people I saw moving around. It was four women. Mm-hmm. And I walked out, and my first thought was like, "Where's the men? Y'all need a man who works here. Like you need a man. <laughs> Y'all need a a male manager or a a, mm-hmm. a male bartender. Y'all need a man. I'm like, maybe that's why the service is so bad. It's like mm-hmm. you might need a man to be like, just to give a different frame of reference, like." Y'all think that because you're nice and sweet that it's going to make up for the bad service. No, you need a man who's like, hey, by the way, coming over to the table, let you know your bill is going to be half off because we know it was a long wait today. So mm-hmm. bill's half off. And then we'll be if you come back tomorrow or come back again, you'll get 10 percent off that meal, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need you to make me feel warm and cozy about, oh, usually I'd be more personal. No, fix it. Fix. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> right. Or even somebody just to be like, hey, like. You haven't been over there in 20 minutes. You should probably go over there. Yes. You know, like somebody to run that aspect. Or maybe you think if they need a man or more people. I don't know. They weren't that busy. For as bad as the service was, they were not that busy. Mm. I think. And I say all that to say, like, men and women complement each other. Like, we just have different skills and different mm-hmm. abilities. Uh, not that a woman can't. There's nothing a woman can't do. There's nothing a man can't do. But, like, we should I definitely both- agree. Because uh, just yesterday, um, I was at this restaurant, whatever, go to the bar that I, I go get lunch pretty much every week. And I noticed that the, the manager or the owner wasn't there this time. And the service just dramatically declined. The food, uh, mm-hmm. the drink. She, I was like, yeah, let me get a whiskey sour, like this drink that she's made me for months. She, she hands me a cup 
and it literally was no ice. It was just like literally like a shot at, in the bottom of a glass. She's like, "Does it supposed to have supposed to have ice in it?" I'm like, "What? what? Like you've made this shit for me time and time again before?" I'm like, "Yes, it has ice in it." I get it. It's just like it tastes awful. I'm like, "Yeah, make this over." And she was upset with me that I said make it over. I'm like, "What are you upset about me for?" Like, the fool. I get the shit, and it's just like it's all at separate times. Like she had, they literally had one plate every five minutes, and I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on here? And the shit was just like quality was bad. I was just like, yeah, I don't want the food. Like just, just hand me beers. You can't fuck that up. Damn. Hmm. So but and the manager, you do need to do. The manager owner person is a man. Yeah, when he's there, they in line. Like, <laughs> like, like I don't. They don't fuck up. They don't ask me stupid questions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they get the shit right. I don't know. There might be something to it. I mean, but look at it like this, though. Like, y'all never had like a substitute teacher, and like when your regular teacher was gone, y'all cut it up because, like, shit, we can do whatever we want to. Yeah, but even I, I also have an experience similar to Rod. There's the place that I go to all the time, all the time. And so I see the waiters. I said, usually sit at the bar. So I like am cool with some of the bartenders. The dude bartenders, even the ones who I'm not like crazy about their drinks, it's the same service every time. Like I know what to predict. Like, okay, so-and-so is going to make the best drinks and he's super friendly. So-and-so is real friendly. The drinks are like not as good, but like still high quality. Mm -hmm. When the women want to bartend for me, sometimes I'm like, fuck, because it really depends on the day. Like sometimes they'll be like super cool, have a good time, be have a good attitude. The drinks are good. Then I go back again. She's got a bad attitude. She acts like she doesn't want to be there. And I'm like, I know I tipped you good because I come here all the time. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's the thing. Like, she was the best at making the drink for me. But, like, now she just act like she ain't, she ain't know. That shit, like, I was devastated. I was like, got amnesia, I just knew I, I, I knew I was going to get a good drink, though. Like, I, I was so sad. I was just like, oh, damn. Like, they don't want me here today. Let's That's go. really like, crazy. Wait, I gotta, I gotta go. Ice? Like, how should you forget the ice though? Like, don't, wouldn't you? Don't you put? It didn't ice even. It drink? didn't remotely look right at all. It was just like she knew it was wrong when she handed it to me, and I was just like, "Oh man, I see what today is." That's a goddamn shame. <laughs> like, so right, like when so it's funny that when you, you know, when she gave you that bad drink, like you kind of told her straight up, like make this shit again, and she got mad, like because. Sometimes I'll be feeling like men have to tiptoe around shit because yeah, it's like she, she we definitely don't... asked me like uh uh-huh. uh dang I kind of forgot what my point was. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, but yeah, so because I, I feel like sometimes men have to tiptoe around things just to like not hurt feelings. And I feel like sometimes women can be they can kind of say what's on their mind and they not looked at in a crazy way of like, oh, like she just speaking her mind. You know what I'm saying? They might call her a bitch or something like that, but like Men, we can't really ex- express ourselves in like. Whoa, what? Bitch, what I say? I, I didn't. I didn't call nobody no bitch. I'm just saying people call other. You know what I'm saying? Call people bitches. But so, what's your thoughts though? Like, are are do y'all feel like the same way? Do y'all feel like men can't really say what they mean because they want to, you know, protect people's feelings? Or do I have it totally wrong here? feel like it's the opposite like maybe there's a specific instance that you're talking about but I kind of feel like it's the opposite like when I think about work situations I feel like it's always the women who are like hmm how do I figure out how to say this I mean what's the nice way I can say it's where I don't hurt anybody's feelings like they're spending so much time trying to word things in a certain way and in that amount of time a man has just been able to be like no that's wrong fix this hmm yeah, I don't have anything specific I was thinking about when I when I came up with this, but I will agree there. I will agree there, especially with like black women, you know, in the office, they don't want to look or seem a certain way. So I know, you know, black women had to tiptoe around things in meetings and stuff like that. But um, I do think that like, OK, so in a relationship, I don't even want to put myself out there out of the way, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it. So like. I don't know. Sometimes you got to lie to like protect feelings. Sometimes you got to lie just to protect feelings or to protect the, the, the response. Can't be too straightforward. 
not even that. Well, yeah, that too. But like sometimes, like so, if, if she asked where you was at, you can't. Like I'm not gonna. I, sometimes you gotta lie so it don't seem, so it don't cause an issue. You know what I mean? But I feel like women in a no, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I might need more information. Like what? Do you, what? Maybe so like, a different example. Okay, so <laughs> like, let's one. I can't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something specifically. So, for example, in a relationship, um, I can't. I have I can't one think. Okay, that might ahead. that might be getting at what you're trying to say. Like, mm -hmm. if a woman says, "Like, oh, how do I look in this?" Like, and the man, you kind of can say, "Oh, you look great." Yeah, no, you look wonderful. But a woman can be like, mm, "Why is that so tight?" Like, looks like that bun's about to pop off. Right. Yeah, things like that. That's a great example. So I, I, I think in those type of situations, like that's definitely true. Where men like kind of go to got a tiptoe. Even though I wish we could just say like, I don't know, like you got the you got the. Sometimes it's just not going. even worth it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, right? It's just, uh, it's like, what's the point of us uh, bagging you and telling you shit is bad? It's like. <laughs> that's not going to help us in any way today. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just going to be upset with us throughout the entire day. <laughs> it's yeah, like, all you you had to, exactly. All you had to say, the shit looked good. Like, that's then, it. Like, that, that solves it. <laughs> like, there ain't going to be no problems. I ain't got to worry <laughs> about it. Like, you be no, like, I ain't going to let it go outside looking crazy, asshole. though. You can't, you can't let it go outside looking crazy. Like, that's yeah, I'd definitely be like, I don't know if that's the one. That's real. That's but thing. you would never, and that's what's funny. Like that is still a tiptoe because, like, the audience answer might be like, "That's the ugliest shit I've ever seen you put on." <laughs> but I get why you can't say it as a man. And it, honestly, it goes back even to what we were talking about earlier about men being leaders. It's like, well, if he's supposed to be a leader and he told you the honest answer, and now you're upset and you want to call him twenty times while he's at work today to cry about why mm. do you say I look bad in this outfit? And now I feel insecure. Then how can he be a leader and focus on the vision, the plan? I feel like I'm a little like uh, I, I hate to go back to this like Kiki and the boyfriend and the dress or whatever. Since we kind of talking about dressing and everything, like I've definitely had instances in relationships where I was just like, it, "You're not dressing modest enough. Like, why are you wearing that kind of thing? Like, you have to wear more." And and did you say that? Like, it, or did you just think it? Yeah. No, I, I I mentioned it. I was just like, it just seems a little, like, I kind of just I kind of be like, yo, you know, we're going to blah blah blah, right? Like, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, you do have to tip Like, I don't want to say it directly, but like, I, I think yeah. maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that is a good way to. That's always a safe bet when you hear like, oh, you know, we're going to such and such place, and like, my coworker is going to be there, my manager, my mama. My grandmama. That's all I had. Like, put on some more mm. damn clothes. But why can't it's we just like, be That's like... a lot, right? It's just us, uh -huh. and, I'm, and I'm trying to be a little upscale today. Like, <laughs> why can't you just say, like, yo, put some clothes on? Like, is that naked I feel like ass? That, yeah, like, I feel like that would hurt feelings. Or it'd be like, oh, you jealous or something? Like, or nah, insecure like... because other men are going to be looking at me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly that shit is also crazy. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I'm kind of like in the instances like, okay, they imagine you on FaceTime, whatever. Be like, oh, I'm going out with my friends. This is what I'm wearing today. Like, this is where I'm wearing out. And you look at this like, like, shit, that shit is like, it's a super sexy, super like, like, I'd imagine, okay, if Kiki did call uh, the dude and, and showed him that, I'd be like, well, you, you'll never wear that around me. Like, I ain't never seen you in the, mm -hmm. like, like that. It's just, I see you as that's kind of my reaction. Be like, oh, shit, you wearing, like, super revealing I'm like, no, I'm, I, I don't know. You can't really say no in that situation. You just got to be like, oh, okay. You just got to take a mental note. Be like, oh, for sure. That's how you, that's how you act when I'm, like. Around your your friends be like, yeah, but so women can't just go get fly around their girls. Like I feel like that's what women like to do. Like it's a competition. Like who gonna be the baddest tonight? Is that true? I guess. I mean, hey, we're back on Kiki, but here's what the Kiki thing 
why I get why he was upset is it's about who you are all the time. So, for example, Pamela Anderson, she used to always be in something skimpy in the 2000s. Shoot, even now, I think. I don't I don't Maybe I'm wrong. But, you know, when we were growing up, she was always in something skimpy. So it wasn't about like, oh, I'm going out with my girls tonight. It's just like, oh, this is just how I dress. I got the titties out. I'm in something super short, something super revealing. With Kiki, it's like Kiki never dressed super sexy until after she had the baby. She had the baby and all of a sudden it's like, you got the titties out, you got the ass out. I can see why he might be upset because it's like, you didn't wear this when I met you. You haven't worn it while we've been in a relationship. Why all of a sudden, now that we're in a committed relationship, now you want to be naked all the time? Why do you need the attention now? You were PG before, but now, like, now you got to explore yourself. Like this, like, True Jackson. Like this, Akila. <laughs> and now you want to be ass out. Like okay, I don't because, know. Go ahead. I mean, I I'm not mad though. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I, I gotta say that. that. That's why I'm saying it right. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing. Like if you, I'm trying to think of like what the equivalent would be for a woman. But like if you met a man and he was a homebody, he never went out. He stayed in the house all the time. And then all of a sudden, he wants to be out every night. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to this club. I'm going to this party. I'm going to this bar. He's out. Even if he is, quote unquote, faithful, you're still going to feel some way. So it's like, well, now, why do you want to be out? Like, we're in a relationship. Why now do you feel the need to be outside all the time? Like, you spraying all that jupe on or fucking Dracar Noir. <laughs> exactly. like, what, you, what you doing that for going out? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know... You know, it's interesting. I don't, I'm trying to think of like, like when dudes be like, man, no, nah, she shouldn't wear that. That's too modest or that's not modest enough. Like, I don't, I never really felt that. I don't know. I feel like I would let my girl like wear whatever. I feel like that's kind of dope though. Kind of is to be like, oh, like y'all looking at my girl. Like that, that's not dope. Ooh, look at you, little cuck. Exactly, like diet cook. <laughs> like it's diet cook. <laughs> it's I feel diet like my, and my my point was just uh, like you going to wear that with your friends. Like you don't normally wear that shit around me. Mm-hmm. Like you you dressing super sexy, super different. Like shorts, dress up mm-hmm. the. Basically, you you bend down, your ass might show. Coochie kind of shit. Yeah. It'd be like it, it's just odd. So when I when I, yeah. I guess that's my point of view. It's like okay, I feel the same way. Like if, like I said, the Pam Anderson example. If you're if you meet a woman and that's how she dresses, offer it, and then your whole relationship she dresses like that. I don't see it being. A, and then then I think it's wrong if you're a man. You're like, oh, you shouldn't wear this. It's like, like I was dressed like this before I met you. Like that, I don't think you can really please. But if it's somebody who does a huge one eighty after you've been together, I would kind of be like, well, I liked you for who you were like I don't necessarily want you to change in this way because he we don't know her baby daddy but he might be the type of guy who's like no I would have never dated the girl who goes out to a concert with her ass like that's not even the type of girl I'm attracted to Mm -hmm. I think that's fair um I I do want to say like is it so like like for Kiki for example let's take her for example just because she wore that you know, like, you know, to the Usher concert, does that mean that it's a problem or did maybe she just felt more confident at that time? Like, that's kind of what I'm beginning to think is like, maybe she just felt more confident. Like, I got more body now. I'm about to show this motherfucker off. Like, I kind of look like at it. I agree. Like, yeah. I agree. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. I think she got with Daniel Kaluuya and that black cast overseas. She started partying oh. up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, she starts seeing. I, I don't know. I feel like ever since then, she just been wild. Like I, I don't know what it was. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, I feel like it, it. It had to be something going up on, o- over there that like invigorated her to be like, oh, I, I gotta, yeah, mm-hmm. love myself more. I definitely feel yes. like she. She gives me late bloomer vibes. For sure. Um, 
And I think that's kind of what happens when you have any late bloomers, whether it's male or female. When If you're with them when they have that come up, then it's like, yeah, I might still care about you. I might still rock with you. But also, I want to get the attention I never got. I want to have the fun I never got to have before because I was the ugly duckling or the plain Jane or like, you know, the nigga with no muscles or whatever. Mm. But I think women and men have that experience of like, if some, if you're with somebody who um, has a glow up while you're with them, a dramatic one, like she did. Yeah. It gets tough. Yeah. That's gotta be tough though. Cause it's like when somebody just first get that glow up and first get that confidence, Oof. like you trying to hold them down. Like I've never been in that situation, but I can imagine like, that that would be tough to try to hold them down while they like come when while they glowing up because it's like are you am I good enough? Are you a uh-huh. yeah? Are you a simp or I guess you could say or someone who is very not strong if you allow them to go through that process while with you? Does that make you weak or anything like that? Or because I guess you you have the option you can go. And just leave the relationship like maybe he did or other people would do. Just say, nah, I'm I'm not rocking with this new person, this new version that you're trying to become. And other people would just be like, I understand what you're trying to do. Um, and just kind of explore and see what this new evolution of you is. I mean, I'm not a man, so I can't speak from a, from a man's perspective, but I don't think it makes you a simp. I think you're attracted to people for specific qualities when you first meet them. And if those qualities go away, then I can understand how the attraction might go away. So if you like a girl because she's like humble and low key and like, you know, she's a baddie, but she doesn't necessarily need to flaunt it. That might be why you're attracted to her. It's like, yo, my girl is bad, but like, she's not one of these Instagram girls. She's not an Instagram bitch. She doesn't feel the need to take pictures everywhere and all this kind of stuff. And then if she becomes that person, you might be like, I don't even like those type of girls. Like, and, and it's fair to say, I maybe don't want to wait for you to go through that whole cycle to like go back to who you were before. Cause you might never go back or it could be years until you go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's not necessarily simple. I would say like insecure or, not I don't think it's insecure though. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, you good. I, I would say like, well, if we talking about specifically what Rod was saying, because he said like trying to stop the glow. Like, if you're trying mm-hmm. to stop the glow, that I feel like that's like some hating type shit, or you don't feel like it's confident in yourself that you can go get another. No, no, that's not what I said. Oh, I didn't say stop saying? the glow. No, that wasn't a question. Okay, okay. No, I said you have a couple of choices. It's either you can mm-hmm. leave the relationship. Or you can just watch them through this evolution and them grow and stay in the relationship. Um, would you be like a simp or whatever word uh, or weak or not as strong about for doing that? That's what that was the question. Okay, I got you. Yeah. In that case, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with everything Jermaine said, damn. Um Yeah. You know what? I think we done ran through these topics enough. I think we didn't got to the end of this episode. So let me go ahead and close this joint out here because I don't got nothing else to say on this. But uh, does anybody have anything, any highlights that we, um, any highlights for this week? Yeah, so my highlight is actually a book. Um, it's called Cleanse to Heal by this guy um, who goes by the medical medium. Um, he's got a really big Instagram following as well. I think his Instagram handle is just like medical medium. But um, I am like very into like holistic health and all that kind of stuff. So it's a book all about that type of stuff. He has a whole series. It's an amazing book. It is definitely worth checking out if that's your jam. Super dope. Rod, you got anything to highlight this week for the people? Um, I saw this real sad story um, online. There was this uh, Dallas entrepreneur. His name was uh, Gerald. Donato. Mm -hmm. Apparently he was on vacation and he got in an accident. He was driving on the wrong side of the road. Um, He has a food mart um, here in Texas where where I'm staying right now. Um, Yeah, it's just very sad. Uh, He lost his life and he was only 32 years old. Oh, wow. So, 
Yeah, I, I guess I want to just say uh, for people, if you're ever in the Dallas area, go and check out Donato Food Mart. That was his store. Um, he was a successful black man. And um, shout out to his family and condolences to him. Um, I hope much success and um, they can get over this tragic incident. Yeah, that is super sad, man. So go ahead and support them folks. But me, let me highlight, man. Let me take it back to what year was this? Let me see what year this Hopefully the song don't play out loud. Uh, this was the year of 2009. Shout out to Bobby Valentino mm. and Young Jock. They had a song called Beep. Um, oh, I love Beep. That's that a good a, throwback. That was a great record. Like I feel like we be, we be forgetting around like that. That is that like the beep, beep? Let me give yeah. you that. She gonna let me beep. Head, the beep, ignition. No, that's Got it up to. that's our mommy rolling that. That's our kid. That's, that's Robert. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was a real hit. That's one of those we had to leave, leave behind. Damn, RIP Ignition. RIP, yeah. That's Hell no. Going. I still play that. <laughs> but go ahead. No, but uh, no, check out all the things we talked about. Um, but yeah, if you made it this far, we appreciate you for listening to the Friends Podcast, and we are out. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>